three, two, one. Hello, and welcome to the first ever edition of InfoDump, the podcast. I'm your host, Theo Mastio, and joining me today is the lovely Rachel. Would you like to introduce yourself? Yep, hello everybody, my name is Rachel McNutt, how are you? (laughs) Okay, so true. Uh, Today's topic is theater. This is kind of a broad topic, but I think this is something we both have a big interest in, you know? Kind of a a shared... uh, Shared interest. <laughs> Java update. Okay. Um, <clears throat> so, can you tell me a little bit about the history of theater? Just in general? Yeah, yeah. Just where did it start? What's uh, what's theater? The Greeks were like, you know what? Let's get drunk and have a party and enjoy life. Yeah, so true. Um, like, let's fucking go at it. <laughs> <laughs> yes, and emotions and um, something that we learned in theater class. Right? Yeah. So, um... Self-expression. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. So, when people think of theater, they usually think about Shakespeare, and that guy's kind of pretty old. Although, Time of Athens was a pretty good play, but what are your favorite non-Shakespeare plays? Um, I love anything by Henrik Ibsen. Okay, I okay. I love Henrik Ibsen. Um, I, I don't, I'm not into plays too much. Okay, okay. I'm starting to get into them more. Um, I like Chicago for the women Okay. the music. Like, <laughs> Chicago! Like, he had it coming. Oh, okay, so different thing. No, yeah. The, yeah, I'm thinking of Victorious. Yeah, I'm... I'm okay, well, thinking of the Broadway one. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Alright, true. I was thinking about Off-Broadway, you know. Oh, yeah. I know nothing about Off-Broadway. <laughs> My knowledge is very limited. Yeah, no, music. I'm lying. This is... That was yeah. a lie. Yeah. Okay. Wow, well, so gonna go? <laughs> yeah. Two liars much. in a closet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay. So, uh, recently you've been directing a show, and I know that usually you're an actor, so how's that process been? It's been awesome. It makes you realize everything that you've ever worried about as an actor is completely meaningless and you don't matter <laughs> in the <laughs> nicest way possible. Okay. Like okay. you, you're important and your role is important. Yeah. Um, but how you pronounce your vowels or how well memorized you are at an audition or mm-hmm. I don't know, just like random stuff like that where you're like, oh, I did bad. They could care less. Okay. Okay. So, it, the, it's so, so has awesome. this helped your acting? Oh yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah, because then you realize, oh, it just matters that I show up and behave. Yeah, and yeah, yeah, put yeah. forth a decent effort. Right. I don't walk in and scream and <laughs> <laughs> break a table and demand a role. So. No, definitely. Um, although, last year, um, I was bribed with milk um, for casting of a show. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, I had nothing to do with the casting, um, but I did enjoy the milk. Yeah, that's... Um, have you been bribed? I have never been bribed. Unfortunately, huh. um, I'd like to be bribed at some point. I, I think it would make me feel important. Yeah, no. Like, I've seen your work. I think you're great. Um, here's an entire Snickers bar just to think about it. Right. You know, it was just like, yeah. it was, it inflated my ego a little yeah. bit. Um, the fact that milk inflates your ego, I think, is a separate <laughs> conversation. Maybe. Okay, well, maybe we don't have to talk about that right now. <laughs> um, anyway, uh, do you deal with stage fright in either roles, as the director or as an actor? I deal with less stage fright, almost, I guess none, honestly, when I'm in a crew position or a director position, because that's mm-hmm. more creative process, I feel like, yeah, yeah. than putting on a performance. As a director, you're just trying to execute your theme and your goals. And right. That's pressure, but it's not the same as 
putting on an entire character, bringing it to life, and mm-hmm. and whatnot. So I, I feel like a director's more guidance than anything. Yeah. So that's yeah. that's there's way less pressure in that. Um, I have uh, stage fright. I don't have stage fright. I just have. <laughs> I get really nervous. Mm-hmm. So it's like I I've found just pushing through, and that's sort of horrible. But it's just like suck it up. Like I, I'm just like just go do it because it's so if true. something you love, I'm not mm-hmm. gonna let my anxiety be like not today. Right, understandable. I'm gonna just do it. Um, so this is the time where we get into our questions. We're gonna quiz Rachel. Um, so my first question for you is what is the difference between a play, a musical, an operetta, and an opera? Okay, so a play okay. is acting on stage with no singing okay. or instrumentals, like, accompaniment. Okay. A musical okay. is the opposite of that. Yeah, okay. I don't know what an operetta is, but so, an opera, I don't care. Okay. <laughs> an, an opera is when they do the, like, <laughs> and they do the fancy, and they have the big um, dresses. Okay. And there's, okay. like, one person on stage. Or they, like, have two people, and they just, like, open mouths, like, sing at each other. Yeah, so, um, kind of, but that was all wrong. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, theater, uh, or, or a play, while, yeah, there is less, um, there is less music. There can be music, and there can be singing parts, um, but it's just the amount of singing. So then you've got a musical, which can have both lots of singing and also lots of, like, words and stuff. And then an operetta is sort of in the middle of an opera and a musical where there is, like, a lot more singing and just, like, a tiny bit of words. Um, Pirates of Penzance, uh, of course, is an operetta. And... um, and then, you know, opera is usually in a different language. Too. I think that's exactly what I said. Well, you know, uh, I'm pretty sure that was wrong. I think it's pretty close to what I said. I think that if you said Johnny Depp, that, I that don't, was wrong. That, I did not say Johnny Depp, <laughs> first of all. <laughs> okay. Second, I, I, it's exactly what I said. All right, all right, sure. Okay, so my next question, uh, now that you've gotten the first one wrong, uh, which French playwright and... We're going to have a moment of silence here for um, anyone who is French. Please stop that. I, I like how Metaxa just walked in and started licking my elbows as this conversation. Yeah. Metaxa um, doesn't have, see anything wrong with French people. What if Metaxa has some French blood in her? Your kid. It's okay. She's a boxer, not a French bulldog, you so... <laughs> you don't know that. She has a purebred certificate. <laughs> well, then I guess you do know that. <laughs> um, so, yeah, my question is, which French playwright had his famous play, Tartuffe, banned from public and private audiences in France? Um, I'm, I'm thinking, you know Mr. Clean? Uh-huh. The guy who has the... Eraser. Yeah, the scrub. Uh, the is scrub that eraser the s- guy. Yeah. Okay. I'm thinking his distant grandfather. Okay. Um, Monsieur Squeegee <laughs> is is that person close but no cigar. It was Moliere. Okay. <laughs> was it? I just got the yeah. It's pronunciation. You know how the French are. <laughs> yeah. Of course. Of course. Um, uh, there was extra credit on this question. Mm-hmm. Um, but. 
Seeing as sucks. <laughs> Too bad. I guess you're not getting that one. Yeah. Uh, w- what opera is the musical Rent based off of? Um, the one with um the the music behind it. <laughs> if I remember correctly. Uh huh. Um, had oh, what's it called? Is it was an opera? Yeah, yeah. There was an opera yeah. before. Yeah. Okay. It it was La Boheme. La Boheme. Yeah. Because there's the song Viva La Boheme. Yeah. Yeah. I, I played that in the car on the way here. <laughs> Did you? It, mentally, yeah. <laughs> okay. Just, my brain speakers weren't turned up loud enough. To yeah, I was like, I'm pretty sure I I didn't have that playing in the speakers. I, I can faintly, but... you know, hear it. Gotcha. Okay. Oh, okay. At night. Uh, this next question: uh, What seat letters are usually omitted from a typical audience? Omitted? Uh-huh, yeah. That's so, a big word. Yeah. You kind of come off a little French there. What's well, that mean? Um, <laughs> <laughs> this is one of the highest insults I've ever gotten, and it's on my first episode of a podcast. Yeah, like, sorry. I gave you a gourd and everything. I know. And this I, is just, wow. Well, okay. yeah, and you're going to sue me for his name, so. Yeah, because the Gordons is trademarked. Mm-hmm. I, uh, I I'm did. so sorry. Yeah. But, yeah. yeah. I'm going to sue well, you We'll talk for about it later. It's a lot of money. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We'll see. Okay, so... Uh, <laughs> I carry a lot of nickels. <laughs> we'll see if we can work something out. Okay, okay. Uh, so, yeah, when seat letters are usually omitted, uh, so, like, you've got all those rows, and they've got, like, A, B, C, mm-hmm. you know, and so, like, what letters are not usually put in a row? X. Er... W. <laughs> <laughs> no. What is the question? <laughs> what seat letters are usually omitted from a typical audience? Like, not there in the first place? Yeah, yeah. Like, there wouldn't be that letter in the row. R. That was also correct. The yeah. answer... Would you like to know the answer? You know. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Theo, please enlighten me on what seat numbers or letters are omitted. Okay, yeah, sure. Um, O... Okay, because it could look like the number zero. Oh, I guess so. I. I. Because it could be the number one. Right. And sometimes L. Wow. Sometimes. Also, sometimes the number 13 Mm -hmm. is omitted, but... Because evil. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Christianity or something. People are weak for their superstitions. Yeah. Well, I mean... Considering how many times in Broadway theater someone has said good luck to me, I feel like no one actually yeah. cares about the superstitions as much as I do. Yeah, no. I, I, my, my, uh, I don't know what he thought I had going on that day, but my environmental science teacher saw me in the hall and was just like, break a leg, loudly, and just pointed at me like this. <laughs> and I was like, yup. Yeah. I, I was going to math class. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know where that happened. So you weren't breaking a leg right then? I was not, um, but I my teacher did come see my show. So I have an idea. And she told me to say my line. Okay. And, like, was like... Did say, you say, say your line? line? She's like, say, oh. say your line. And I was like, what? She's like, say, say, say the line. The okay. funny line. And I was like, stab me again. <laughs> and she started cracking up. In front of the whole class. Who who's your teacher? Miss B. Miss Brooklyn. Oh, I love Miss B. I love her so much. But she's like, say the line. I was like, what? She's like, say the line, Rachel. And I was like, okay. Stabbed me again. She's like, that's so good. I love that. <laughs> okay. Okay. So this next question. Well, actually, the idea. Uh, next time, next time someone says break a leg, you should instantly like fall and like break, like pretend to break your leg. Yeah. And just, like, scream out in pain, no matter where you are. Mm-hmm. Like, you could be in the middle of a hallway, like, in the middle of a road. You mm-hmm. just broke your leg. Yeah. 
And then... My kneecaps are right. just gone. See, this is something you'll learn in, in theater four. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, this next question was uh, given to me by an audience member of mm. this podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, Do and, I get to know who so I can bully them? Uh, maybe later. Okay. Okay. What's another name for an audience? I... <laughs> I am gonna have you heard the story about why this makes me mad yeah yeah but I think you know are you yeah. allowed to retell it <laughs> using no names yeah yeah um the person who hears the story will definitely know who I'm talking about okay well um, that's so fine the, well, is it <laughs> <laughs> I'm a little too blunt for you to be putting me on the spot like this you know, I will go for a, um, no fine. but another name for the audience um is the house okay I, I do know that okay um I had somebody uh, I'll tell you know I'll, oh screw it I'll tell a story let's, okay. let's have a talk yeah I would like um, to have no a I had a clarification at a rehearsal recently where I was like told to go off stage right and I was like to clarify you mean my right right because I once at a Shakespeare show had the entire cast and crew and director arguing about what was considered stage right and house right and left okay okay and all that nonsense um so I was clarifying and somebody who was standing near me was like oh yeah it's definitely called that it's definitely stage right obviously everybody knows that and I was like well I was just clarifying because I've had this fucking run-in before and I'm not <laughs> gonna go through this again please um you're welcome for the f-bomb in there and yeah so... how am i supposed to <laughs> dead silence yeah um that no. was me cursing actually yeah. right there that was a lot of language yeah bad words really like... um oh but no so okay. i was like okay i was like because sometimes people argue that it's from the audience and yeah. some people argue that it's from the stage um and this person decided to very loudly and aggressively in my face explain to me that it's actually also called The House, and why it's called that. I don't know if you know this about me. I've been doing theater for four years. Uh-huh, uh-huh. I do, in fact, know that it's called both The Audience and The House. Yeah. I think that's something that you are known when you're born, maybe. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I was pretty aggressively explained that. Yeah. So now, every time somebody asks me if it's The Audience or The House, um, I know there's a particular person who I just despise, who has really short hair and short brown hair, and she's five foot seven. Does she happen to live near me? She does live down the street. Oh, um, okay. I can't. She shows up at my house, and I have a funny story. I'll tell you about that later. Yeah, does she work at Starbucks? She does work at Starbucks. We're being very general here, of yeah, course. Yeah, of course. We don't want to, um, like... She has, she has two sisters. We don't want to let... We don't want to be too specific. You know, um, yeah. actually, I have a funny story about about um, this person yeah. that's not named. Unnamed. Um, what, what should we call this unnamed person? Uh, um, Guido. Guido. Yeah. yeah. Let's talk about Guido. For yeah. A so Guido. Yeah. Uh, Guido. Just I'm. I met her parents once. Her dad and um, that was an interesting time. Yeah. He you wears. Know? He wears clear glasses a lot. Uh, and also her uh, Guido's sisters now know me as the um, the kid who cries uh, on their kitchen floor. Okay. Um, um. So that's how like we know each other. Yeah. Uh, yeah, because I, I cried on Guido's floor making cookies once. Gotcha. Yeah. I, I was taking a shower one morning, uh-huh. um, and I opened my door, and I just said hello, and Guido said hi, and I, I walked downstairs. Guido was in my living room <laughs> at, I want to say, 8 o'clock in the morning. Um, I got out of the shower, and Guido was hanging out in my living room. Wow. Um, I, I because, quote, the door was unlocked. Oh. That is so interesting. I it was very nice. Guido's yeah. like a what's that? I don't I don't watch Lord of the Rings because I'm not a loser. But, oh okay. Um, wow. Um, you know goblin of... creatures. 
like that. Like, Guido gives off. What's the thing that's like, my precious? <laughs> yeah, I, 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 my precious. Okay, yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't know what that is. Yeah. Uh, I've never um, seen Lord of the Rings. I wouldn't know anything yeah. about that, actually. You seem um, a little suspicious. Really? Anyway, so the next question. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Moving along, please stop. <laughs> uh, as an actor, can you touch other actors' props? <laughs> I can feel the spirit um, surrounding this, me right see, now. See, this question um, was also submitted by another mm-hmm. audience member. Yeah, I, I get along well with this audience member. Who might have some particular rage about this. Yeah, so the answer is always no. Okay, um, of course. Unless specifically advised to. Okay, um, wow. By the the spirit. I, it's like a god See, this is the of... first answer you got right yeah, in this quiz. Yeah, that's not true. I got the last <laughs> one right. Also, it is called The House. Okay, um, right. You could get a little notepad out if you want to keep track of how amazing I am. But yeah, sure. I got um, some cool pins. I'll just, like, write it, um, yeah. here. Yeah, there you go. That's... They're not writing anything. Um, <laughs> <laughs> just... You didn't, didn't have, have to, to let the audience know that. Yeah. Okay. Well, well I thought I thought it was about transparency. I didn't yeah. Know so to now be that you're a liar on the first episode well, of your podcast. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think we established that within like the first two lines that I am a liar. So, well, um, the quiz is over and you failed. Thank you. And so I don't know why you told me theater was your interest. Because <laughs> um, you can be interested in something without knowing all the nerd questions. Oh, okay. Um, well, sure. I guess. Hi, puppy. Which That's a nerd question. It is a nerd question. Um, You're the one who brought up Lord of the Rings. Well, so yeah. <laughs> I've never watched it though. You seem a little nervous about this too. Why are you bringing it up again? <laughs> Am I gonna like open one of your drawers and see like a shrine or something to the goblin? Creature? No, but there is a lot of um, cage heads. Here. Hold on. What are you? What are we doing? This is. Hold on. Oh God. What? what? Oh, oh my God. goodness. Is. Okay, so... Would you describe to the audience what you're looking at right now? Yeah, so Theo has just pulled out a box full of rainbow sticky notes? Yes, sticky notes. Sticky notes and other various um, items. Um, And there's a big title on the front that says, note-taking. And there's a bunch of Nicolas Cage cutouts of of just his face um, that are stuck to the front, but they've all been curled up in some way, so he's severely deformed. Um, Yeah, so there's another box also with the same thing going on, right. but, um, you've been caged in. Wow. That's... That's horrible. That's the whole joke. Um, um thank right. you, and good night. That's the end of the podcast. Wow, that's wonderful. <laughs> no, uh, there's actually more questions. No, it's fine. I'm already leaving. <laughs> <laughs> okay, good. okay, okay. So, uh, this next segment is personal mm. questions about your topic. Um, so what got you interested in theater? Um, The Vampire Diaries. Really? Yeah. Um, the acting in that show was just, like, really good, and you were like... No, it was yes. just that I was like, you know what? They're playing pretend for a living, okay. and I think that's really cool. Because when I was a child, I didn't understand what acting was, that oh, it wasn't okay. real. Yeah. So, like, oh my gosh, I can do this. Right. And I was like, I want to be in movies. And um, that obviously is unrealistic for a 12-year-old to just go and be in movies suddenly, unless you're yeah. that one damaged actor from Home Alone. And I was like, yeah. I, don't, I don't remember his name. Uh, Macaulay Culkin? I Macaulay believe? Culkin, yeah. yeah. Re- rest his soul. Um, he's still alive. He's just going through some stuff. Yeah, actually, I think he's doing good now. Is I'm he pretty really? sure, like, I don't... I think he might have... He might be marrying Demi Lovato or something. Oh, that that would make sense. Yeah. That seems like Demi Lovato's type. Yeah, yeah. 
But so, yeah, and I was like, you know what, I'm going to do that. And then I went to a local theater, um, and it was horrible. But I was like, I went in, and I was like, oh, people listen to me and value my opinions here. <laughs> so and I was true. like, you know what, I'm going to stay here. I like this. And then I just sort of spiraled on, and I just had opportunities in front of me to do it. So would like, you say oh. that you're interested in theater because of the power trip that it gives you? No, I would not. Um, okay. I think there's... I, are you accusing me of being a masochist? No, no, no. I'm just... Okay. Yeah. That's, I don't, I'm getting some looks right now, audience, <laughs> and it's just making me a little uncomfortable. Um, no, it is not about the power trip. Okay, um, okay. Whatsoever. I just like being in the environment. Yeah, yeah, okay. I just enjoy it very much. Uh, audience, she has a gun pointed to me. I, a finger gun. This Theo's is being very dramatic right now. An improv, actually, this is a bad improv gun. Yeah. What's, it's a, it, Bad? Yeah, it's an improv wow. gun. Because okay. your hand isn't the gun, you're holding the gun. Oh, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah, yeah. Ugh. So, yeah. But fortunately, it, I, I would, I think there's a little power trip. Okay. But okay. we're not admitting that. Okay. Publicly. We're not admitting We're not. Can we're you not. just, we'll just keep it way down. Cause we're they, just gonna, we're gonna bleep it out. Yeah, this is gonna be complete silence. And, and that's that. Yeah. This is, I don't, yeah. Of course. Of course. I don't see myself as a god. <laughs> you don't have a god I, complex. I do not have a god complex. What's, oh. that, what's that little weasel dude, L? <laughs> Who does the cackle? Which, I can do the cackle. <laughs> can you do the cackle? For the, <laughs> the, L, the L cackle. I can, you, I can, no, sh- keep it down. The audience is going to hear. I can, I can throw apples at you and you can be the little um, creature in the corner. <laughs> uh, we could do this with the gourds that I just bought. Yes. You can be like a demon, but for gourds. Yeah. But you can't name them Gordon because I already. I already no, know. that's actually it. It's copyrighted by me. Oh, is it? Yeah, I don't. I can't. I can't. I carry a lot of nickels on me. I don't. Okay. Okay. Sure. Right. Yeah. We, can, we just get back. We can back. Okay. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. So the uh, the next question. What was the worst show you did, and why was it the worst? <sighs> why was it the worst? Uh, well, hmm, this is interesting. Um, because all of my first shows were sort of horrible yeah. because the, the director and the conductor were just mean people. Okay. Um, but I think it's torn between my, my first two shows. Okay. Um, uh, Mary Poppins and Susical. Um, Susical is probably self-explanatory. Yeah, I But I was so. told to shake what my mother gave me, um, oh, at yeah. the age of 13 for an audience full of oh. old white men. Oh, yikes. And oh. I was like... <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I don't enjoy this. Yeah, no, I could imagine not enjoying uh, that. But a funnier story for Mary Poppins, I had okay. a big umbrella because I was walking in the park and I got yeah. caught on the curtain and almost wiped me out. Um, okay. And my dance partner, I had it was my first time dancing with a dance partner. We had to hold hands like like this, like a little dainty. Yeah. Um, and both of our hands were just real sweaty and we couldn't <laughs> hold on to each other. And so, and he also didn't understand the footing that okay. we were doing. So we always kept kicking each other. Um, and so when we were performing, I would just whisper to him, like, turn, turn, because he wouldn't turn. And we get to the front of this, and we walked out to the apron, and we were supposed to turn back around and walk to the back. Okay. Um, and he, he wouldn't turn at the right time, mm-hmm. so I had to just be like, turn, turn, turn. And it was just really, it was really um, difficult. Also, I had to wear a hoop skirt, um, ooh. with bank manager pants under it, because I had to do a bank scene. I was in every scene in that show. <laughs> so I had bank manager pants on under a hoop skirt. With flats on. Okay, I have... And a parasol. I have some stories to share as well. Mm -hmm. So, um, for a show uh, titled Seven Nasty Princesses, Mm. uh, I played Diamond, the the princess who was like, ah, yeah, these jewels, these are mine. I'm so pretty. That's a stripper name. Um. Well, 
I was I 13. Like oh, well, that's... <laughs> So still, it's it's still technically, but okay, I, I respect okay. it. Yeah, so I was diamond. Is that middle name? Uh, no, it's not. No, diamond. Okay. No, it's I not. I just when I heard you I have, that your middle name was Diamond. Yeah, I have two middle names, and they are. <laughs> uh, that um, was Theo a... just got done on the ground and proposed to me, and I rejected them uh, because I have. You better did things not to have do. to bless <laughs> that. Uh, <laughs> get in. Po- uh, um, you know, no, the, continue your story. It's, it's cute. <laughs> there's a there's a Twitter account uh, women posting their W's, but instead it's a Twitter account Theo posting their L's, mm. and I think that would be one of them. Yeah. But another one of these L's was the um, the dress I wore for that was this big poofy purple dress with a bunch of like rhinestones on it, and I was making fun of it with um, you know like one of my um, like, fellow theater friends, and then my director comes up behind me and tells me that this dress was, uh, her daughter's wedding dress. And it is, is like, a a big purple big dress. Right. So... Uh, Yeah, so that was just, like, an interesting So you laughed in her face and said, no way. (laughs) (laughs) No, I cowered and walked away because, um, Melinda Worthington, if you're out there, you are scary. Uh... Wow. I th- if you say that three times, I think she's going to show up. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> she's I'm still sorry, in my nightmares. Who gets married in a... A purple wedding dress that spark like, with what rhinestones? Are, what did the groom wear? I don't know. That's I didn't, what I didn't get to see that more. part. Yeah. No, I just I didn't get to see that part. But, um, yeah. Uh, and then there was another time where I played both uh, a vampire girlfriend and also uh, a cat. Um, well, more, and more in particular, um, Puss in Boots. Mm -hmm. So I had to have both of these costumes on, but the issue was that I was wearing seven layers, um, under hot stage lights, and in the middle of my performance, I fainted, um, so I never got to say those Puss in Boots lines. (laughs) Wow. But I did get to be a vampire girlfriend, so that was, like... You also got to pass out. Yeah, I mean, like, that was kind of pretty baller of me, yeah. I would say so. In the Mary Poppins show, we had flying sets that got lowered down on okay. the pulleys. Yeah, I almost yeah. got crushed by it. And like the last second, because I wasn't paying attention, it was coming down on top of my head. Okay, so and this the last second, like... somebody just pulled me back and was like, maybe don't. And then it came down right in front of me. And I was like, oh. <laughs> I almost got murdered by the Mary Poppins park scene. Okay. Um, also, the um, girl who played the old woman who sings in the park, like, uh-huh. feed the birds. Um, I don't know what it sounded like she was saying, but it sounded like she was saying, like, um, cuppin's a bag or muffin's a bag. Okay. Um, and so nobody could figure out what she was saying. So, imagine imagine you were murdered by that park scene. What would your epitaph be? Wow, that's a good question. Yeah. Um, I don't know what that word means, so you're gonna have to explain it. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so an epitaph is, like, the the words you say, like, a few words you say when someone dies. Like, a, you know, or, like, something that you'd put on a gravestone. We can use her to feed the birds. (laughs) Okay, yeah, Yeah. I think that's a pretty good one. Um, Even in her death, she didn't distract from the soprano that was Mary Poppins. Yeah, okay. Um, Or, like, hey, maybe don't. Yeah, hey, maybe don't. Yeah. I say that a lot. Um... So, my next question for you is, recently, you happened to work on a movie uh, with, you know, a director mm-hmm. uh, who was named Theo Mastio, you know, who? just, uh, <laughs> an esteemed director. Uh, so, this was your first movie, right? Uh, <laughs> titled That Sinking Feeling. Uh, can you tell me about your, your experience doing a movie uh, rather than, you know, your typical acting in a, in a theater 
uh, realm. Yeah. How um, is that? Just, just confusing. Okay. Um, the idea that I could redo something. Yeah. Why? Like, you could just do it over and over again. Yeah. Until, like, Because I still had the right. same pressure of, like, we're going live, but yeah. it was like, you can do it over again. And I was like, but can I? Well, right. I yeah. mean, like, you I can like, be well, murdered again. Like, stab me again, right? Yeah, I was, I was reading the Cappy's reviews. And that's what I just said over and over. Like, she, she was in character up until her death. I was like, I fell on that floor so many times. I think you can, I, I, the director can attest to this. Yeah, I actually didn't read any of the, the reviews for that. You I was probably a little, should. I probably, I definitely should. Um, but I was, I fell on the ground a lot of times. And yeah. they were like, you know what, this is really funny. And I was like, that's, thanks, appreciate it. Yeah, I mean, I, I think it was really funny. Yeah, also, you just scare me in general. So oh, okay. Like, yeah. You just sit there quietly um, in your director's chair and give uh-huh. me no feedback, and I was like, this is nice. Well, yeah, because... It's because I wasn't doing anything that well, needed right, right. help, you didn't but, need feedback. but to have Theo um, just quietly sitting in a the chair... The esteemed director. While I... Well, in some circles, maybe. Um, <laughs> while you have a weird, thick, mid-Atlantic accent on it, and you stab and fall on the floor 60 times. Yeah. It, it was certainly a weird experience. Yeah. Um, also, the camera was just odd, and I was so pale that every time we did a shooting, we'd have to redo the lighting. Yeah, we Because I, I disappeared. Yeah, um, it was weird because we'd have to adjust the lighting. It was also it was only for me and Sam Vila. Yeah, um, we it really were just was. So, just but ghostly. hey, you know, like we didn't have to adjust the sound mic uh, for you, uh, like true. we did for Matthew. Who the heck is Matthew? Um, Mitchell. Uh, Mitchell. M- Max. You can m- M-Murphy? M- Murphy. 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 Oh, Murphy. Oh dear God. Yeah, Murphy. Tall son of a bitch. <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah, Mike. Murphy. Mike. Murphy? M- yeah, sorry, Murphy. Murphy. Right. Let's, yeah. yeah. But yeah, Murphy was really tall. I, I am tall, but I'm more pale than I am tall. Yeah, of course. I am very tall, but I am yeah. more pale than I am tall. So. Well, you know, I, I wouldn't understand the tall experience mm-hmm. or the pale Obviously. experience, but, yeah. you know, that's kind of You could try it sometime. Just be tall. Well, you that's know, that's one of my, let's, let's, let's go off topic here. Cause okay, you okay. know, one of my, I hate that short people have the excuse. I'm just short. Well, just be tall maybe. Well, okay. So I learned. How's the weather up here? Great. You wouldn't understand it cause you're so short. Like yeah. you stretch your knees out. Okay. It's not, well, um, it's not that hard. Uh, actually, well, um, $80, you can buy stilts that are like a good five feet tall. Is that what those are? No, no, those are <laughs> those are bed frames, bed but frames. Uh, yeah, you could, you could technically. Yeah, I feel like I could just like attach some like shoes to it. Flip flops, get some cheap ones and duct tape it. Oh yeah, no, I already have those, so like I'm I'm ready. You to already go. have flip flops covered in duct tape. Yeah. Oh yeah, of course. Yeah, of course they're like right behind you. Actually, I'm so. not turning around. <laughs> <laughs> like they're literally right behind you. Yeah. Like if you look behind you. No socks, I'll never see them. <laughs> 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 okay, okay, okay. Uh, yeah, so, so, was anything shocking or, like, uh, like, super differ, um, or, like, what was the same? What was the same in the movie experience? I mean, mine all just came up. <laughs> wow. Um. Breaking nails. Yeah. I'm going through some stuff. Um, no, but what was the same, um, was just the acting part and the directing part was, was, yeah, okay, it was, okay. was similar. Mm-hmm. Um, but usually when it's, on stage, it's like, all right, you're on your own now. We've trained you. Don't embarrass the entire theater. Have fun. <laughs> um, and then for filming, it was like, oh, no, let's just do that in a different way. Or, like, for editing, let's try this a different way. I was also on the editing end of it, too. Yeah, um, yeah. Which was just... 
How's that? I heard you had a, um, a long process, like, um... Yeah. I, d- I did rant to somebody on the stage once about it. Really? Yeah. Yeah, I think, I think I might have been at that table. You might have been the only person at that table. Uh, ah, yes. yeah. Yeah. Um, I had a lot of editing to do, so I was up <laughs> for, like, three days straight editing a boat. Um, but also the fact that we made a boat out of thin air, just weird. Yeah. Like, we filmed two separate people, and we're like, let's build a boat, and, like, move stuff around on a program. No. no. Let's add an ocean... Let's, yeah, we're just gonna, we're you know, just gonna put that there. But the, the biggest problem I had was Tristan had a green bottle. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. for some reason we didn't think, hey, green bottle and a green screen. No. May not work out too well. No, we did not think um, about that So the, oftentimes when I was editing, he would lift the bottle and it would oh. disappear into the moon. Mm-hmm. <laughs> or he would hold it in front of him and it would look like it was yeah. going through the boat. Yeah, so my, the ocean. My, my biggest critique actually of the show was that you could see the moon and the stars um during the show mm-hmm. and that just like wasn't historically accurate and yeah. you know it just like really bothered me is this where we go off on a, a zodiac thing where you say i have the charts from the day that it's sick <laughs> you're wrong <laughs> let me tell you why but first i'm going to cry because of my cancer <laughs> right well um actually you know both of us share a sagittarius moon and, mm. and sagittarius Which is, is a, well it's a fire sign mm-hmm. you know so we're wow. like Uh, okay well anyway next question um so tell me about this play you're directing yeah i'm directing a doll's house by henrik ibsen and i love it yeah i love it so much i could just i could go on about i have this i've gotten to the habit somehow of saying delicious okay um as a descriptive word for things i like yeah is it tasty well yeah so we'll do reading i'll be like this is delicious this is a new flavor this is tasty oh yeah Um, i like to think of the things i direct as food okay now um a buffet if you will Oh, okay. Yeah, um, sure, sure. But yeah, it's it's a female empowerment uh, play. Yeah, that... tell me about the plot. What's, um, yeah. what's so uh, the female lead named Nora is like mm-hmm. living in a household where she's unhappy with her husband and he's mean. And yeah. she's like, you know what? Uh, my husband's dying and my father has just died. So I'm going to forge a signature. Wait, so is she money. is she killing? No, both of these? Okay. no, she's not. She's, she's not a murderer. Not, she's not a murderer. She's okay. not a murderer. She's just um, like a bank. That would have been a good rewrite. Yeah, I think that. But would she's be... not a murderer. Okay. Um, and so she's like, you know what, I'm gonna forge a signature so yeah. we can get some moolah so I can take my husband to Italy so he can get treatment. Oh, okay. Um, and then later on, this dude comes back, his name's Crocstad, he's a real piece of work. Um, he's like, listen, I know that you forged it, I'm gonna blackmail the hell out of you now, um, because I want to work at the bank where your husband works and keep my job there. And at the same time, Nora's childhood best friend shows up and goes, hey, I want a job at the bank. <laughs> and Nora's like, ugh! So she gives it to her friend, and then he's like, I'm going to blackmail you, and your husband's going to hate you for the rest of your life. And there's a big plot, and it's just that carrying out, and you see a bunch of weird characters floating in and out. And okay. At the end, she's like, you know what? I'm nothing but a doll to you. This is a doll's house. You're controlling. I hate you. Um, I'm leaving. And then slams the door. And when it first came out, people were very mad about it, because they so, were like, women don't have thoughts like this. This is... this is the- No, literally! That was one of the... The critiques was like, women don't think this deeply about their lives. I don't know where you're getting this idea from. That's, like, but I have a wife, and I love her, and she she thinks deep thoughts, and they're like, no. I don't know where you got that from, loser, but no. <laughs> women thinking? The, where did what? you get that from? Women think... They exactly. think thoughts? That's weird. But it's been really good to work with, like, the actors and stuff. Yeah. They're so, like, nice. And I just, I love my mm-hmm. class. Just, I could go on. I'm not going to go on. But I love my class. 
and I'll, like, tell them to, like, read something. I was, like, we were reading this one scene where he was just being really evil, and I mm-hmm. looked at the, the person who was reading for Torvald, who's, I guess right. name, yeah. and I was, like, read this like you just have, like, venom pouring off of your lips. I was, like, show yeah. me this, like, evilness to it. And um, they did, and it was beautiful. And I was, like, ah! That's perfect. Eat it! I love it! It's delicious! I love it so much! Like a fresh baked pie, do you, you know? Do you tell your actors, like, I'm gonna eat you? No, I don't. Like, um, arr, arr. I, I've, I've probably done arr, arr before, <laughs> um, and I do say that it's delicious and a new flavor palette. I yeah. don't think I've looked at my actors and told them I'm gonna eat them. I definitely can. Yeah, I think Say, you like, I, this is so good, I'm gonna eat you. And then just see what they say. Um, I think Ms. Hudson will call me into a meeting after that and be like, so let's talk about the fact that you just looked at, you know, a sophomore and told them you're going to eat them <laughs> because their acting was so good. Was you like, know what? Point. I, I feel like there are a lot more things that we should be able to say, like, the freshmen don't have rights, you know? See, that... Like... <laughs> as somebody who's still technically considered a freshman... Yeah. I don't think tell, telling freshmen they don't have rights is nice. Well, I mean, Because... I just, they have no idea where they're at, and they just wander sadly and try to find friends. And I'm like, you can't look at the freshmen and tell them they don't have rights. Okay. They're okay. gonna. They're so sad already. <laughs> they don't know where they're at. It takes them like two hours to find the lunchroom. I know. I'm saying. I'm speaking from experience. You. It took you. It took me. It took me a while. <laughs> it's just like it's a big room. Like yeah, it's like, like how do you get there with the hallways? You know, and it's like it's really close That's... to all of your th- your theater classes. Well, yeah, but like I only knew where the theater was for a really long time. Mm, okay, okay. So it was. It was yeah. Fun. Be be nice to the freshmen. Yeah, I suppose I could maybe do that. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, you're moving to Maryland in like yeah. two months. You can technically. So just to be the here. audience, I'm not going to do that. Um. Anyway, so. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, convincing. Yeah. Is theater a lifelong thing for you, or, or you're just in it for school? I broke theater in with acting, because um, okay. I'm more interested in, in pursuing acting, regardless of if yeah, it's on yeah, camera yeah. or in theater, but okay. yeah, it is for sure. I also, I like working tech a lot, mm-hmm. for lights and soundboards and gels, and yeah, I just eat that up, so. You just, <sighs> I just eat it up, so. <laughs> 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 Yummy. You know? I think I'm I, I see to, those gels I'm and I'm like, that's like Laffy Taffy to me. You know, um, um You know those like my strange addictions? <laughs> Rachel McNutt is a junior at Broad Run High School who spends her time hiding in the tech booth consuming gels. I've been eating gels for a really long time now, and it's just I love the texture and the colors, and sometimes my teacher's like, Rachel, what happened to the gels? And I'm like, they're inside me. <laughs> Just like my classmate who did a really good job acting. <laughs> <laughs> Everything I love is now inside me. <laughs> Too bad. Yeah, I we'll get see. like a little bit left in my backpack if you want. <laughs> I have an elbow or two. If you're, yeah. Yeah. Just, no, but it's 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 a lot. It's a career thing for me. I, pr- I plan yeah. to pursue it until I die. Yeah. Dramatically. Do you have any like future pro- uh, like projects you think you want to work on or? Um, I mean, like I, I know that you're you're in the school musical, so um, yeah. there's there's a lot going on right now, there's of course. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, future projects, I'd say like I just I, I want to be a canon character for something. Okay. Like Star okay. Wars or like Marvel, I just want to be like a superhero or like <laughs> a villain at some point. I re- I want to play a villain so bad. At some you point. should talk to Amon because Amon very in the Marvel movies. Yeah. You guys could like write a script where you're both like That's, super well. Yeah. She's a superhero. You're the supervillain. Yeah. Um, Into making this, out. Yeah, and then it's a love story because <laughs> that's the only thing we know how to do. Yeah, it's like Megamind. Well, I don't. 
I think that's... What love story did Megamind have? Well, with... He's big and blue and round. I don't know if anything could love... He, like, who... How do you love that? At the end of the movie, he gets the gal. I mean... But, I mean, willingly? Like, I don't think yeah, she was really yeah. happy with that well, no. arrangement. No, so. she was. She was. Because, like, she got to know him. I mean, would you be happy if you married him. a big, blue, round, sort of, like, misogynistic superhero? Well, with see, big, you know... Bulgy eyes and, like, I'm a not really into twin. men, you yeah. know, so that's just, like... But, Okay, but if there was, like, a big blue woman? Well, yeah, but... I don't know. I feel like that wouldn't necessarily that would be, deter That would be on the size of the bazongas, I think, at that point. Yeah, okay. Well, I think I'm going to have to cut that part out Definitely, right there. but... Yeah. That yeah. was just silence, but... Yeah, just silence. There's certain parts of a, of a female uh, villain that are just more attractive than others. And that is general, and that has to do with character. And, and it's her not, knees. That's not... It's her knees. It's her knees. I'm, spe- I'm speaking specifically about her knees. Whoever's making weird faces right now as they yeah. listen to this, it's a, it's a knee thing. It's a... It's a... That's a part of character development. I was taught this. Ask Miss Hudson. I was specifically taught... Knees. I'm going to put Miss Hudson on the spot. <laughs> I was specifically taught about the importance of knees in yeah. character development. Okay, okay. They grow and they change. Yeah. Did you, did you know... Well, actually... No, go ahead. This fact, I don't know if this should be... I'll wait to tell this fact. Um, yeah, so that's the end of my questions. Do you have any questions for me? Why did you start a podcast? Why did I? Well, because I thought it would be fun. Right. I had a theater project due. Right. Uh, this Friday. Is this that it's due, yeah, project? It's, <laughs> and this then, is that. Yeah, this is that project. Yeah, uh, yeah I was just like, yeah, this is what I want to do. Also, I love hearing people talk about things they like uh, and making fun of them, um, you know, for all of my other friends to see, so. And I think if if we take one big lesson away from this, it's that the audience can also be called the house. Yeah. And that Natalie St. Rochi's address is as follows. (laughs) (laughs) Dead silence. I'm going to... Bye. Yeah, we're going to get it there. (laughs) Natalie St. Rochi's address is as follows. Yeah, and then that's the end of the podcast. As it should be. Um, anyway, uh, thank you for listening into our pod. This my podcast. <laughs> hours now. Yeah, it's hours. I, I now. live in this closet, um, unfortunately. Are you paying rent? This is not something we're discussing on the podcast. <laughs> we're not discussing my financials. I have my. I told you I have my nickels. We'll, we'll you are. You owe me for the Gordon's lawsuit. That's, yeah, and I will pay you in nickels. We've had this discussion. How? Huh? You think I'm poor? You know how many nickels I have? But then what about the rent? Nickels. Why? We've had this conversation. You, you, you for prefer pennies? These no. They're under a bridge. See, I gotta you go know get them. What? We're in a coin shortage right now. Yeah. Where are you getting these nickels? Are that you is, the reason we have a coin that shortage? That is for me and Pablo Escobar to know, and that's it. Okay. It's not important. Yeah, so uh, thanks for listening to InfoDump. This was uh, a, a good a good intro into theater. Uh, thanks! <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Um, I hope you have knees.